This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Today, we are going to talk about one of most people's favorite topics, which is making more money. Now, in the last two years, I'll say I have experienced for myself the power of mindset shifts in making huge leaps with my income. I've seen it for myself many times, and I've also seen this with my clients again and again and again. And I like to think of business similar to healing the body. A lot of people use band-aid approaches with their bodies instead of getting to the root cause of whatever's causing dysfunction. And I see this a lot for people with business as well. And so they're working really, really hard to get results in business when if they shifted their energy, shifted their mindset, things would flow a lot more easily to them. This is typically difficult for people to first wrap their brains around and then they experience it. And it's like magic because if there has been one thing that has completely changed my business, it is the understanding that money is energy. When you stay anchored into that, it all starts to make sense. There is a reason why so many entrepreneurs, and actually I will I will say successful entrepreneurs, are very interested in personal development and mindset work. This is why I often frame what I do as holistic business coaching, because what a lot of people don't realize is how much their physical health, their relationships, their energy balance, their self-care, this all plays into their business and their ability to attract in money. What is it about people who just seem to be money magnets? Well, the truth is anyone can become a money magnet, but it requires the mindset work really more than that, the brand rewiring more than that, the energetic shifts, real energetic shifts. So in today's podcast, I want to talk about five mindset shifts that quadrupled my income. There are far more than five, but these are the five big ones that came to mind in five of the most common shifts that I support my business coaching clients with. And I can't emphasize this enough. You see it again and again, and this is really what higher level business coaching is like. It's not as much about setting up the strategy. Like, yes, have solid strategy, have a way to repeat your results. But beyond that is a lot of mindset and energy shifts. If you're an entrepreneur, take some notes. And if you're not an entrepreneur, but you just want to attract in more money, still take some notes because I'm sure you'll be able to apply this to your own life as well. And I know a lot of you really love this business content and are interested in all things business and branding. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to my friend, Jessica Zweig. If you haven't already listened to her podcast, it is called the Simply Be Podcast make sure you check it out. I love her show. Jessica is the CEO of Simply Be Agency, and she is an expert at all things personal branding. And her podcast is all about showing up authentically, speaking your truth, building a strong connection with your audience through authenticity, building your confidence, just a really, really great resource for entrepreneurs, anyone interested in personal branding, but also all things personal development as well. She is just a gem. Cannot recommend that show enough. So check out Simply Be. You can just search that on Apple Podcasts. Give Jess a follow on social media too. She is real deal. I also just want to remind you of a couple things. Don't forget 30 days to ascension, shifting from 3D to 5D challenges happening Now, it's not too late to sign up. It's a free challenge. And the way it works is every single day, I post a video to YouTube with a channeled 
message. And then I post a video to the membership for part two. If you are in the channel collective, that video will be a deeper dive into the topic and I'll share anything else that came through around it and also my reflections. And the third piece would be the daily emails that you'll receive that have exercises related to the lesson so that you can really anchor in the teaching and it will really support the integration of the information. And people are experiencing huge shifts already. This is really, really going to help you raise your frequency and get into the best manifesting energy for this new year. I still can't believe it's 2021. Here we are. So check out the free challenge. There will be a link in the show notes. It's also always in my Instagram bio. And if you've been thinking about joining the channel collective, it is the place to be. I am now offering the private community forum for free for anyone in our community. Let's get in a a nice little lovely happy positive container there and just connect with other podcast listeners, people in the community in a safe space. So that link is in my bio as well. It's also on the membership page if you go to christinathechannel.com slash membership. And that's also where you can find information about the different tiers of the membership. So there is the basic tier, which gives you access to monthly coaching calls with me and manifestation activations, as well as podcast episodes pre-released without any ads. And if you go for the VIP membership, it contains that as well as monthly healing circles and a legit endless library of video trainings on manifestation, intuition, brain rewiring, all things healing, and Ascension School is there, which is where I post all of my trance channeled messages from different Ascended Masters and Guides. So all of that is at christinathechannel.com slash membership. Check it out. The energy this month is good. And I will also say a lot of people are asking me about the next time I'm launching the Psychic Development course. No BS Biz School and a high 70 healing training. Lots of good stuff coming. So if you want to get on the wait list for any of those to be the first to find out when enrollment opens again, then if you just go to ChristinaTheChannel.com, if you go to the work with me page, I have the information there as well as my courses page. You can get on the wait list there. But the psychic development course will be opening up this month. Really excited about that. It is a prereq for signing up for a high E training and there's going to be level one and level two for that. And level one, I'm hoping to open up for enrollment towards the end of January, but it might be beginning of February. But if you're on the wait list, or I should say, if you've submitted an application, then you'll be the first to find out. So I'm really excited about that. And no BS Biz School, I'm planning on opening up again in February. So that's an overview of what's to come. I've just been getting a lot of questions about it and thought I would just share that here so you know what's coming up. I know a lot of you are on the wait list for the psychic development course, which I'm so pumped for, and that is going to be coming out very, very soon. And I'm so excited to train more people in a high. It is such an amazing healing modality and level one will be for people to use for themselves if they don't want to actually send energy healing to other people. So I'm teaching you how to use that energy to amplify manifestation, reactivate DNA, continuously raise your frequency. Of course, all of the healing, physical, emotional, energetic healing to anchor into the Akashic records. So much good stuff. So it really amplifies your intuition and that will be coming very soon as well. I know you know how hard it is to find non-toxic deodorant that actually works. And that is why I love Native. I have been using Native deodorant for a long time now after spending so much time trying different non-toxic deodorants. And that is why I'm so excited to have Native as this episode's sponsor. Native deodorant is filled with ingredients found in nature, like coconut oil for its antimicrobial properties, shea butter for moisturizing, and tapioca starch to absorb wetness. It's formulated without any aluminum, parabens, and talc, which can actually clog your sweat glands and keep you from sweating. Talked a lot about the show about the importance of opening up your detox pathways, so you definitely want to pay attention to that. And I love that it comes in a wide variety of scents for both men and women, and they also have limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. They also have an unscented formula 
and a baking soda-free formula for anyone with sensitivities. I know it can be difficult if you have sensitivity there to find deodorants that don't give you any types of rashes. I know I struggled with that before and I love their baking soda-free formula. Some of their classic deodorant scents include coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and citrus and herbal. Personally, I have been using the coconut and vanilla for a while now. It's one of my favorite scents and I love that it holds up all day, doesn't give me any irritation. The scent is not overpowering like a lot of other companies and it doesn't mess up my clothes. Like a lot of other (laughs) deodorants I have used have actually ruined some of my shirts. So I feel you if you struggled with that. This is my favorite deodorant. I cannot recommend it enough. And they also have a plastic-free option. So they offer a plastic-free packaging that's made from paperboard and ships in a 100% recycled paper mailer. It's never tested on animals. Almost everything is vegan and there's really no risk to try. Native offers free shipping and 30-day returns and exchanges in the U.S. And if you subscribe, you save $2 per stick. So if you want it delivered to you every one, two, three, or four months, you can get that nice little discount. If you want to get 20% off your first purchase, then just go to nativedo.com slash Christina or use my promo code Christina during checkout. That's N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O dot com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, or use that code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A at checkout for 20% off your first order. Let's dive into today's topic. So five of the biggest mindset shifts I made that quadrupled my income, starting with number one. All right. Number one, this has to do with investing money. So when I first started my business, I definitely didn't really want to invest money in my business directly. I am a pretty smart cookie and I felt like I could do it myself and I got pretty far doing it myself, but also I was facing a lot of different challenges that would have been much easier for me to get through in a much faster way. Had I had support, I wasn't in the energy of someone who would really expand me really quickly. And I was doing things in a way that were just really inefficient and working harder, not smarter. And I invested in maybe a couple courses that were like, what, a hundred bucks or something. I mean, I wasn't really making any investments. And the reason why was because I thought of investments as letting go of money. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm losing this money is how I was seeing it. And so a big reason why I was cautious of making any big investments in my business or investing in a coach was because I didn't know if it was going to work. I didn't know if it was going to work is how I was thinking. And I was like, well, what's the value too, if I don't know if it's going to work? I mean, we can just see all kinds of all kinds of limiting beliefs that were blocking me wrapped up in in that way of thinking. And I actually, I want to circle back to that. But the big shift I made was instead of feeling like I was letting go of that money, I realized that what I was doing by investing in my business was putting that money out into circulation and deciding it would all come back to me tenfold. So I was no longer letting go of it for it to be forever lost, but instead letting it go out into circulation so that it could pick up some more good energy and come back to me amplified. So whenever I make an investment, I don't ever see it anymore as I'm losing this money. I'm seeing it as I'm putting this money down so that I can make back more later because that's really what it is. And I mean, this might sound harsh, but I really firmly believe this. If someone doesn't understand the concept of put a couple grand down now to make 100K, 200K beyond later, then I'm not really sure you have any business being an entrepreneur. Like, I'm just I'm just going to be honest, because that's what it's like to build a business is you have to invest at the beginning and then you continue to do that as your business grows. But for a lot of people getting started, looks like putting down money that they feel like they don't have or they feel like it's out of reach to be able to learn the tools to build a much bigger business later on. And I'll ask people, you know, if you put $100 down 
and you knew that it was going to then make you $500, would you do it? And most people will say, yeah, but then they don't live in alignment with that when it comes to their own business. And what it really is, is in a way like betting on yourself, right? Betting on, am I going to make the most of this experience? Am I going to pull every ounce out of this that I can? Am I going to bet on myself? And when I realized that of, well, every time I'm afraid to invest in my business, I'm really just saying no to myself and my abilities. I was like, well, screw that. Absolutely not. Right. Because if I know anything about myself, this is why I love being an entrepreneur, because I feel like the control is back in my own hands. I know that if I'm ever going to bet on anything in this world, it's going to be me. It has to be because that's the only thing I can control is me. And it's so interesting for me how many people would much rather bet on other people, other things, things outside of themselves and are scared shitless to invest in themselves. Well, if you really believe in yourself and you believe in what you have to offer, your service, your product, then why would you not want to be the one to invest in you? And how can you ever expect someone else to invest in you if you won't invest in yourself? And every time I make an investment, I get excited because I'm like, I'm putting this much money down, which means I'm telling the universe, I know that this is going to be a solid investment. So I make even more later. It's going to come back to me tenfold. And the other thing with that is the bigger the investment, the more money I know I'm going to make back. Now, something else underneath this that's really important to remember is that if you're going to build a business, you got to think long game. And so many people, when they are stuck, are really thinking short term if I'm going to build a business and be an entrepreneur, I will invest now to get results in a year. Not everything happens overnight, but the value is in the tools. It's in the energy shift, the mindset shifts, the strategy I'm learning. All of that is the value that sometimes takes some time. But I mean, that's why so many people drop out of entrepreneurship or, you know, run scared because most people are used to instant gratification and that's not always what entrepreneurship looks like. And sometimes I have to remind clients of this or friends of this where they're debating whether or not they should make an investment in their business that they know they really need. And they're really nervous about it. And like, I just don't know if if I should let go of this money. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, but you're not letting go of it, right? You are investing this much to make that back and much more. And it's almost like when I say that a light bulb goes on for people and they're like, wait, I totally forgot that. I totally forgot I'm investing in something that's going to make me money. Like, (laughs) let's let's remember that, because when we're so used to making investments that don't make us any money back, sometimes it's hard for us to, I guess, remember like, hey, I'm not just buying an object that's going to sit on my desk. I am buying tools and strategy and energy shifts and all this stuff, this amazing soup of awesomeness that is going to serve me for years to come and help me make all this money back and much, much more. So realize what you're investing in, right? Obviously making aligned and intelligent investments, not just throwing money around willy nilly, but it's the intention behind it. When you're investing money, if you see it as I'm just losing money, I mean, that's certainly not the energy to go into it with. But for me, it was such an aha moment to realize that investing money was just deciding that it would come back to me, that it was worth that and even more. And if I wanted seven figure advice, I was probably going to invest an amount that reflected that much money coming back to me. And there is so much to the energy of pricing that I think a lot of people don't understand. I mean, I I feel like I geek out over this stuff like, like I'm such a nerd about just the frequency of pricing and and how much shifting your pricing shifts the energy of the person receiving the service or the product shifts the end result shifts the energy of the container which is why I've had so many clients who literally as soon as they put the investment down we haven't even had a session yet they'll message me and they'll be like holy shit I just hit an income goal that I never expected to and we haven't even gotten started but They felt the difference in energy. They've entered into the container. And so much of my job as a coach is to create a container that has the energy of achieving a certain result. So it is really interesting to feel the difference. And I've talked about this before, the difference between 
a six-figure mastermind and a seven-figure mastermind. It's a different energy. Anyway, I'm getting off track. But the thing is that investing money is not letting it go. It's not hasta la vista, never see you again. (laughs) When you're investing in something that's going to help you make money, it is deciding, hey, I'm going to put this down to get the return on this much more coming back to me. So it is thinking big picture and just putting it into circulation. And to me, I always think if I want to receive money, if I want to receive, I need to be putting money out into circulation so I can receive. I have to participate in that cycle. So that was a really, really important mindset shift for me to make. And then you get to a point where you think, holy shit, it feels so good to say yes to myself. It feels so good to put this much down and know that I'm going to make it all back and much more. It feels good. But, you know, there's a reason why the people who only only get free advice, only look for free advice and, you know, maybe max buy like a $97 program, why they often struggle. There's there's a reason behind that. I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day because I thought it was so funny. I wanted to learn about something and I didn't even go to like YouTube or Instagram. I went directly to searching for courses about it. <laughs> and, uh, I was telling my friend about it and she was like, why didn't you just search how to do it on YouTube? And I was like, I literally didn't even think about that. I, I'm just programmed to search for a course on something because I know that the quality of advice is different. I mean, obviously there are caveats to that, but it was just really funny. I didn't even realize that until she pointed it out to me. And if this conversation triggers you, you probably need to hear it. So I will be, I will be the, the bad guy. It's okay. All right. Number two, the second big mindset shift I made that quadrupled my income was realizing that vanity metrics don't really matter. So when I got into this space, you know, I started off blogging and I wanted to be a content creator and I had the stars in my eyes and I saw all these people with all these followers and huge podcasts and just all these numbers. And I always thought when I first started, just more followers means more money. And then you learn that's not it at all. And you see that over and over again with people who have so many followers who don't make a dime. I see this again and again. I mean, over the last five years, a number of people who I assumed because of their brand and their influence, I suppose, assumed had these really solid, huge businesses who I then find out are really struggling to get paying clients. I've seen that so many times. And I think it's something that I know a lot of people have a hard time getting their heads around. And it's so interesting to just explore that bit of psychology and how we make assumptions about people. But anyway, meanwhile, there are people who you would very much not expect to have such kick-ass businesses or make such huge impact because maybe their their Instagram isn't that fancy schmancy or they don't they have, you know, 200 followers whatever it is. But I've seen this so many times and the more I network the more I get to know people, the more I meet with clients and I I mean podcasting has been huge to to see this for people. You just start to realize that numbers don't always correlate. They just don't. You also start to realize that so many people are so caught up in numbers. And I definitely was there too. People can get so caught up in numbers and they just forget about everything else. They forget about serving. They forget about showing up. And they also forget about, well, how am I actually going to monetize this? Which to be able to produce that much content, I mean, at some point you got to make a living, right? But it can be the biggest mindfuck to realize that your numbers can go down and you make more money or your numbers can stay the same. You can make way more money. What's important to realize is, first of all, we have a very skewed perception of how let's use followers. We have a a skewed perception of how many followers is a lot of followers, right? You see somebody with a million followers and you're like, whoa, big following. Somebody with 500,000 followers, whoa, big following. And then you go and you look at your page and you're like, I only have 500 followers. And you're like, I have 
barely any. All right. All right. Let's just put this into perspective. If you were in a room with 500 people who said yes to hearing what you had to say every day and were interested in that, would you then tell me, oh, I can never get a client? Absolutely not. And I always tell my clients this, I've gotten the most return on events or opportunities to speak that are very small. Like I've spoken at a few retreats that are like eight to 10 people or small, small speaking events. And it's such an intimate setting. The energy is really great. And I convert almost every single person to a paying client versus you could be in a room with a sea of people and potentially not really establish a clear connection. And that's not always true, right? There are a lot of people who totally kick ass and sell out all the time. But the point is you can't always assume that more followers means more money. And even with losing followers, often it's just recalibration of old energies leaving your page, your ecosystem, creating space for new people to come in. At the end of the day, the people who are leaving are probably not the people who are going to pay you anyway. So it doesn't necessarily matter. You want quality. You want quality. Show up fully for the people who show up for you. It doesn't matter what the number of people is. And in fact, it can actually be a lot easier to cultivate really strong relationships, which is key for everything with a smaller group of people. So enjoy that time as you start out, really enjoy that and be in so much gratitude for those people. And then that energy will just amplify, but it's not about the number of people because that doesn't always connect to how much money you make, depending on the business model, right? There's, there's that level too. But the thing that's important to remember is that there are all kinds of people consuming your content who do not follow you, do not like pictures, do not comment. There are so many silent followers. I mean, it shocks me. It shocks me. I've gotten more used to it now, but I mean, still every single time I do a launch, people in my different programs, there are people who I'm like, I've never seen you on my page before, but then you show up here and you're like a long time hardcore follower. I mean, you listening Some of you, yes, you've interacted with me, but I'm sure I know a lot of you listening have never interacted with me and I really wish you would, but that's okay. I get it. There are all kinds of people I creep on that I don't interact with. Although I will say that's actually not true as much anymore because I'm very interactive for this reason, because I want people to not feel like I'm a silent follower, but this is beside the point. Along these lines would be judging posts and how well they perform. What I will tell you that I've seen again and again and again, I mean, I don't really give a shit how many likes or comments I get on a post because the posts that have converted clients for me the most are actually often the ones that get hardly any comments or likes, especially testimonials. Testimonials sell the most typically. And I mean, hardly anyone likes or comments on them, which is actually really sad when I think about it, because you would think that the nice people of the internet would want to celebrate other people's wins, but whatever. Testimonials are an example, but even just straight sales, sales posts, there are so many posts that I've done that I know are the thing that convert people the most, where right after that, I get all these signups or people message me a ton from it. And looking at my page, you would never expect that because it didn't get a ton of engagement. Again, this all comes down to business model. I mean, people who get paid based on sponsorships, which I don't, their engagement really matters, which is why it's so lovely of you to support. And I mean, actually, I'll just say whether or not somebody does sponsored posts, it is a free way to support people and uh, just get more people to come to their page and just say, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. But especially for people who spend a lot of time creating content, I mean, I just feel like the least people can do is like. And a comment is always nice too, and it's free. But anyway, the point is that numbers don't always tell you the truth of what's going on. And I've had so many launches, so many times in my business where I'm like, is this working? Like no one's responding. What's happening? I feel like it's just crickets. And then I don't know. I don't know what happens, but finally people come out of the woodwork and then it's full. And 
there we go. And it's just about standing firm in that. And at this point, I just don't freak out about it anymore because I'm like, they are there. They just might not be talking to me yet. So realize this. And I always love seeing this realization come from my clients where they'll be like, oh my gosh, I thought nobody gave a shit about anything I was posting. And then all of a sudden I put out this offer and all these people signed up and I've never heard of them before. And oh my gosh, my my friend from middle school and then this girl from college and then my uncle's best friends who follow me all want in and I never would have expected it. And I'm like, yeah, you never know. You never know what's going on. And another piece of this is really just to stay grounded because I talk to so many people who come to me and actually I'll say people who have, you know, pretty solid businesses and they come to me and they just want to grow And I'll always be like, but like, why? Right. Like, are you looking to make more sales? Like, why do you want to grow? And so many times they're just like, well, so-and-so has this many followers or downloads. And I just feel like I should have more. And I'm like, this doesn't feel like a solid reason. This doesn't feel like a solid intention, (laughs) but I guess that's all subjective. And again, with podcasts as well, I think there are a lot of people that assume a lot of podcasts are huge and they're not they're not actually and vice versa podcasts that people think are small who have you know a lot of downloads I know for me the podcast connector has been I mean I love that business so much connecting guests to shows but you know we get to know the shows and there are a lot of podcasts that I always think I'm like wow I never would have expected this behind the scenes portion if I just saw this show on on iTunes. So it's just really interesting what our perception can, can tell us. But the thing is, don't let your numbers get you down. And if you're getting caught up in the numbers could really block you because it would shift your energy if you're going to give it more significance than it needs. So focus on your energy, your intention, really show up and serve the people who are showing up for you. And don't worry about growing. That will be a byproduct as you continue to put out good content, but sometimes you don't even have to grow to pull more people in and instead focus on how things actually perform. You don't need a gazillion people in your audience. It's kind of like, you know, email lists. That's a common one. I've done a few things where I am, I'm doing like a promotion alongside other other people who have much bigger mailing lists than me. And I always perform really well because even if my audience isn't as big, they're really loyal because I don't fuck around and talk about shit that I don't like. So I've built a lot of trust, which I really value and that shows. So it's not always straight numbers that, that matter. It's really like, who's going to show up. So keep that in mind as Well, vanity metrics, don't get too caught up. Quick question. Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number and then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205-883-8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. All right, number three. Three and four kind of overlap, but I'm separating them out. So number three is that Okay, there are kind of different pieces to this. There's not just one way to build the business. And under that umbrella, I'll say that there are many different ways to reach a similar result, that different ways work better for different people, that just because something hasn't been done before doesn't mean it can't be done, that if someone paved the way for you, that doesn't mean you can't pave it further. I always think, well, okay, this person paved the way, I will pave it further. And then the idea of what got you here won't necessarily get you there, which has been huge for me. Let me touch a little bit more on each of those. All right. So, okay, there's not just one way. 
what I'll say about this is I just feel like, and you know, classic marketing, the standard strategies to make people feel like your way is the best way and they have FOMO if they're not doing it your way and they want to know your secret sauce and, you know, all that. And I think especially when you're starting off and even as your business grows, but more so at the beginning of your business, the first couple of years, it can be really easy to get caught up in that FOMO feeling and feeling like, am I doing it wrong? Am I doing it wrong? This person is telling me I have to do it this way. And I get, you know, just really saddened sometimes by the way people communicate. Like I've seen people say, you cannot do this. This will not ever work. Well, that's not necessarily true. That's very limiting for people. And I I talked about this on Instagram, but I saw, you know, somebody was posting and this is from a coach that I respect a lot. And this person said, it is impossible to build a seven figure business through organic marketing. And I'm like, I mean, it, it is literally not. I know plenty of people who have done it. It might not always be the easiest way. It's not the easiest way. But it definitely is possible because I can tell you quite a few people, myself included. So it's not like anything is impossible. There might be things that are more difficult than others on average. But I think it's really important to remember that there's not just one way to do something and that's okay. And sometimes with business, it's trying on different strategies and approaches. And I think it's cool to have different strategies and approaches all as tools in your tool belt and pulling out different ones at different times. It's like bio-individuality with your business. But then the other thing is just because something hasn't been done doesn't mean it can't be done. And I feel like for me, I always felt this way building my business, you know, starting off as an entrepreneur. I mean, really, I was starting to build when I was like 21 and a lot of my friends or entrepreneurs were older than me and they would just tell me all these things that I had to do. I needed to do this. I needed to do that. And I was so resistant. I'm like, I don't want to do it that way. And they would tell me, you're not going to make it happen. And then they would be shocked when I would do it my way and it would work out. And sometimes it was very smart of me. Other times, maybe it wasn't the most efficient thing. But the thing is that I think it's really important to remember that just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean it can't be done. In fact, that is exactly how people come across groundbreaking strategies doing new things. And so, you know, often there's a ton of value in following a process that has been repeated and shown to work many, many, many times. But then I think there's also a time and if you feel really called and you feel really called to try something different, I mean, just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean it won't work. Sometimes it will. And then sometimes it won't. That's just part of, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur is, is being okay with falling on your face and then getting back up and going again, because that's so much of what it's like to build a business. And along those lines, this is something that I told myself so many times is like, they paved the way, but I can pave it further. And so many people are afraid to push further, to push past it, to go past the boundary that's already been set up for them by the person that they hold on a pedestal. Well, why can't you be the one to pave it further, go deeper, try something different within that strategy? And so it's just about realizing that there isn't one right way. It's kind of like how people want you to feel like there's one right diet or one right way to exercise. I think it's just important to realize that. And for everybody who teaches about business, like, of course, we're all going to talk about the strategy that we think works the best. Like, obviously, I think my strategy works the best. <laughs> right. But I'm also not going to be like nothing else is is going to ever work. Like, that's not true. I just know what I've seen work many times. I know my approach and how I help my clients figure out their approach and it's worked and like, all right, let's keep going with it. But there are plenty of people who build businesses in completely different ways who have great success. So I just think it's really important to remember that and not to let people bully you into feeling like you're doing everything wrong. So keep that in mind. And then this last piece is what got you here won't get you there. And I have experienced this quite a few times with my business. It's almost like riding down a street and I'm just cruising and then I hit a stop sign and I have to go a different direction. And 
when you build a business. I know I used to think when I became an entrepreneur, I'm like, oh yeah, I just got to figure out the secret sauce. I'm going to keep doing it forever. And that's not what it's like. It's like, you go down the street, you cruise, you hit a stop sign, and then you got to turn right and learn the new street. <laughs> you go down that street and then, okay, now I'm cruising. And then it happens again. And I'm sure different people have different strides with that. And there are always core things you can come back to, but within building a business, there are always going to be new challenges, new areas of growth, different ways to pivot. And I've used very different strategies to get from you know, zero to 50K from there to six figures. And then from there to where I'm at now, it's been a huge differences in strategy. And this kind of goes back to how I was talking about the difference in energy between a six figure mastermind and a seven figure mastermind. When we're working with higher numbers, I just find that there's so much more of the energetic mindset work and that stuff's still important at the beginning. But I I think that especially when you're starting to build a business, like to hit your first six figures, it's easier to get a lot further with strategy, but you feel the great divide between people often when they're really stuck after that because the people who have really worked on the mindset, the personal development, the energy, they keep growing. And I just think it's easier to get by purely on strategy when you first start for many people, not for all, but that's just a pattern I've seen. So for me, it's been super important to realize that when I'm stuck, I might need to set my damn ego aside and be really open to trying something really, really different, really new, trying a totally different approach. I've done this quite a few times and it always gives me great return. And I'm always kicking myself because I'm like, why was I so stuck in what worked before? I just needed to try on something new. That being said, there are lots of people who have done a similar thing for a really long time and it continues to work. But even within that, even if the overall approach is rinse and repeat, you know, there are always different platforms coming out, different things within the business that will challenge you. So that was just really helpful for me in particular because I know I've had to like pivot my approach. And really the biggest one was shifting from trying to focus so hard only on strategy to then realizing how important the energetics and, and mindset work were. So moving into number four is where it's not flowing, it's not going. So what I will say is with business, it is natural to feel like you hit speed bumps and sometimes you get stuck. But when you are perpetually stuck, this is a sign to pivot. This is a sign to do something different. And I find with a lot of my clients, let's let's talk about writing content. Like people who just feel stuck writing content, sometimes that's a, I just kind of don't even know how to structure this or what to do or what to say. I'm, I'm new at this. But often after they've learned a lot of these basic strategies, copywriting, it's it's really an issue of they're not excited about what they have to say, which gets them stuck. So if somebody feels like every single day, I mean, it's pulling teeth for them to make a video or write a post, they're like, oh my God, it's gonna be seven hours to write a post. Seven hours, are you kidding me? No, absolutely not. Then at that point, I'm like, well, do you even like what you're talking about? Because when you're pumped about something, it flows out of you. And so you should be pumped about what you have to say. It should be a topic that you're excited about. And I truly believe you can take most topics and let's say it seems very boring on the surface, put your spin on it, put your flair on it, like have fun discussing it. This is common with switching a niche as well. People who just feel like they can't get anything out often need to change their niche. I'm like, I think it's time for a pivot. You don't even like this topic. Do you even enjoy serving this type of client? You know, if you are sick of talking about a certain topic, then of course you're not going to want to write about it. When you're in flow, when inspiration is flowing, this is how you know you're on the right track. And this is a really important thing to keep in mind when you're looking at the energy of your business. Your business should should flow. And again, that's not to say there won't ever be speed bumps. 
But if it feels like very stuck, if it feels like I'm just dragging a hundred pounds of bricks and trying to get it to go, like, okay, this is too much resistance. There's way too much resistance there. And so we need to get underneath that and figure out what is that resistance? Is it, I don't even like this topic? Is it the universe wants me to move in a different direction? Should I be on a different platform? Should I be coming at this from a different angle? Should I be offering a different offer? This is really common with offers as well. Like if people have a ton of resistance to even putting out a certain offer or there's resistance with no one signing up. And sometimes it is literally just the offer itself. Like, hey, actually you're more in alignment when you're doing group programs or you're more in alignment when you do one-on-one or you're more in alignment with online courses. And when you find that that thing that really clicks, again, this is about being in alignment, it flows. It feels like it's flowing. And God, this was a huge one for me. I wish I had realized this so much earlier on because I think about all the time I spent just feeling like I was pulling it, like forcing it to happen. It felt like so heavy and it was not flowing. It did not feel like it was flowing. It was going in the direction because I was forcing it there. It's like trying to fit in a pair of jeans that's like two sizes too small. It's like I could make it work, but it does not feel that great. And your business should feel like putting on a pair of Lululemon Align leggings, just like smooth. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they get caught, but it's not a big deal. It all it all evens out. Overall, they're very comfortable. One of the simplest things to keep in mind when building your business is that you should be excited about what you're talking about. Because if you're not excited about your offer, if you're not excited about your content, how can you expect your audience to be excited about it? People feel excitement. Like think about different people you follow, different people you learn from. You can tell a difference between people who are just, yeah, this is what I'm offering. Yeah, you should sign up versus like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. I'm so pumped about it. You can feel the difference in vibration. And that is so key for mastering marketing at an energetic level. We really like to judge our businesses based on things we can measure and see. But when you start to get into the ballpark of a shifting energy, it's a whole, whole different thing. And it's really damn powerful. Shifting your energy will give you a completely different result. And if you're not doing what's in alignment, talking about the right thing for you or giving the right offer. Like if you are just offering something because you feel like you're supposed to, or you feel like that's all, that's all I can, but you really want to do something else. That's probably not in full alignment. And you could be blocking yourself because you're not doing the thing that you're actually excited about. So focus on what you are excited about, where it's not flowing, it's not going. Okay. Lastly, number five. Now, this is a huge one, huge one, huge one, huge one. Okay. Number five is that clients don't give me money. Other people don't give me money. Source gives me money. This is the key when understanding money as energy because everything is energy. And again, this is approaching business from an energetic angle so powerful. This is how you explain people who seem like they have shitty content, who have like just massive success, even though it doesn't look that great or like they have no marketing strategy. But I mean, the quality is uh, of the actual content is good, but it's not presented well. They have no marketing strategy. This is how they attract people in energy. If they have shitty content, they probably did something sketchy, but energy, right? Money is energy. And so what a lot of people do is they are looking to everyone outside of themselves like to give them money. Like, who is my money going to come from? Now, you're looking around you down here instead of looking up there. And the more you connect with source, the more you remember that you are an extension of source energy directly. Like you are an infinite source. You are connected to the infinite source. It's that connection with source that as it's strengthened and as you are in full alignment with your soul purpose, in full alignment with yourself as an extension of source energy, this is where the money flows. And this is something that is so, so key to remember. God, source, like it is not the clients, right? Source is going to give me the money in whatever way it needs to come through, right? So 
It's not that I'm looking for a client, trying to convince source, send me the people who are in alignment. Send me the people who are ready to hear what I have to say. Send me the people who will be helped through this offer. And trust me, had I heard that about two years ago, I probably would have said that is a load of shit that no way. That's not how it works. Um, so if that's what you're thinking, that's totally fine. I'm just, I'm just giving you the secret sauce and this is truly how I view money now. And it has completely changed, uh, the way I attract people in the way I attract money in. And this is really shifting into becoming a money magnet and thinking about, you know, who are we giving our power to? Because when you're always waiting for the next client, you're in this energy of need, right? Neediness, searching, like, how do I get this? Like, and we're in our masculine energy. It's action taking. It's go, go, go. How do I get this client? I'm down here on my three-dimensional level. But then shifting into feminine energy, right, of receiving and also realizing where is, where is the money really coming from? Well, where is the energy really coming from? It's coming from the infinite source, which is source, God. And the more you tap into that, the more you will receive money in what feels like the wildest ways. <laughs> I've seen this so many times myself and other people and this is manifesting right you never know how it's going to come and it's about trusting like if i'm here to serve a mission and i'm acting in alignment with my soul's purpose why i'm here of course i will be provided the resources i need to do that work and the more you are in alignment with that soul purpose this is where you'll see things flowing and things delivered to you the universe wants to work with you the universe is ready to work with you and where there's resistance it's the sign of hey wait we're a little off track, right? It shouldn't be a rocky train ride, like get right on the tracks. But I really want you to think about that. Like, where do you look for clients? Who do you give the power to? Is it you freaking out because you need to find more people or you being in the energy of I'm in full alignment, source deliver to me because source can deliver a lot more to you than you can do through a force of searching. (laughs) This is how you make quantum leaps. This is, again, about instead of wanting to shift other people's actions, reactions, energy, we can't control other people. We can control our energy and our connection to source, the infinite source of all, including abundance and money. Abundance, money, wealth, health, relationships. This is all in the abundance, high frequency, all same thing. So maybe that helps you. It was key for me. If it doesn't, no worries. Leave it if it doesn't resonate. But those have been five of the biggest mindset shifts that have completely changed the game for me in my business. If this helped you out, take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag me. It helps me spread the word about the show. And I so appreciate it. Don't forget to check out the private community. The link will be in the show notes. And it's also in my Instagram bio if you want to connect with other people in the channel collective. And you can let me know what you thought about this episode. That's going to be it for today's show. Thanks again so much for tuning in. Have an incredible rest of your day and I will talk with you again next time.